Hi, FI Europeans. Have you ever asked yourself how life would be if you haven't chosen a certain life path? If you would have studied something different? If you would have changed your job earlier? If your husband had taken more parental leave and you could have better accelerated your career? While you cannot change the past without a time machine, you might want to go into a new direction in the present or future. Today I talk about reversing wrong life decisions with Silke Rosenbusch and she had a tough time being an actor and was switching to a career in medicine. She's also side hustling since a decade. And now she's focusing family plans in a different way. I hope you enjoy this case study with Silke today. And sorry for the occasional background noise, there was a film team in my little studio while I recorded the episode. More on that soon. Welcome to the Financial Independence Euro Podcast where we interview people from all 44 European countries, all of them, about optimizing your life, geo-arbitrage and making the most of your money. This was your host, Matthias. Hello, FI Europeans. Do you like to diversify your portfolio and earn a nice and steady income? With LandSecure, you can invest in agricultural projects and support European farmers directly starting from 1st of March. It's a great alternative for payday loans with a loan term from 6 to 12 months. These loans are secured by crop insurance, personal guarantee and a three-way agreement. Visit financial-independence.eu slash LandSecured or click the link in the show notes to learn more. Hello, everybody, to another episode of the FI Europe podcast. Today with me is, uh, is Silke Rosenbusch. Maybe you can just uh, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your age and maybe um, who you're living with. And then um, I will also say a couple of words from my side. Hello, Matthias. <laughs> Thanks for having me. My name is Silke Rosenbusch. I'm 45 years old. Uh, I live with my cat, Romeo who's almost 20 years old mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. Your, your cat is 20 years old. How old are you again? Uh, am I allowed to ask you how old you are? You are allowed. 45 years old. 45 years. Uh, cool. Then you are slightly older than, than, than me, although I also, I'm also um, nearly 40. Cool. And um, maybe just to introduce yourself, um, my, my wife has seen you uh, at the minimal meetup in, in Cologne. And she mm -hmm. proposed that we maybe um, yeah record an episode together. Um, so um, why did you join the, the Minimalismus Meetup in the first <laughs> place? Because I, I wanted to meet some like-minded people. Usually, um, I've been studying medicine for the past like 10 years or so. And um, doctors or medical students are not interested. Not I don't want to judge, but most of them are not that much interested in alternative living ways like like for example minimalism or zero waste or uh, healthy nutrition or uh, gardening or changing the, the, the climate or whatever mm. and I wanted to meet some like-minded people so I googled minimalism meetups in Cologne and uh, went there and uh, your wife was there <laughs> <laughs> no, I was there. So, how long is that? Uh, um, how long ago uh, did you start doing there? Four years, I four guess. Years. Your daughter four. is two and a half years old, and maybe it's five years. Because last time I saw her, she was like a newborn, like three, three four months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time's flying, I would say. So, and and today, I, I, my, I was thinking um, because um, my wife was also telling me about your life path that it uh, would be a cool topic to talk about how you can reverse. Um, wrong in in Gänsefüßchen, <laughs> how you can <laughs> how you can reverse uh, wrong life choices 
um, or life choices that you may, yeah, how, how you can give your life, life a different twist if you're not satisfied mm -hmm. and what that means and for, for the rest of your life and uh, for the other stages that are following. So, and what impact that has. Uh, and that's why I'm interested in uh, talking uh, about it with you. So um, that's why I maybe start with your, with your studying because I understood that um, it all started kind of with studying art or you have been an actress, actress. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, can you tell us a little bit why you became an actress in the first place? <laughs> I have to go deep down into Sigmund Freud psychology. Okay. So I'm the firstborn daughter of my parents. I grew up in a small, very small um, town, 6,000 inhabitants in Lower Saxony. And I have a sister who's five years younger than me. And uh, when she was born, she was already sick. Mm -hmm. She had uh, atopic dermatitis and asthma. And my mother, who was a nurse, always took care of my sister and kind of neglect neglected me. And mm -hmm. I never felt seen. So that is what I know in retrospect. I did not know that back then. So no. I wanted to be seen. I wanted my, <laughs> my feelings to be recognized. And I spent too much time in front of the television. So I figured kind of that would be a good idea to, to be seen, to be applauded, to, to, to express myself and to, to finally get some recognition, kind of like yeah. that. Yeah. So I decided to become an actress mm -hmm. when I moved to Cologne. I uh, went to a private acting school for four years uh, and I was done, finished that when I was like 25, mm -hmm. I think. And then I wanted to start my career, become famous, lo make lots of money and go to Hollywood. Yeah, sure. And that did not work out. <laughs> okay, and what happened instead? So you, you learned all the things you need to learn in um, in the university and then you, you, you entered the job market. Um, as a freelancer, I guess. As a freelancer, um, that was in 2001. Mm -hmm. And the economy was not doing very good. Mm -hmm. Media, which was a big production company in Germany, mm. um, went bankrupt. And uh, the television stations started to produce more uh, cheap, <laughs> cheap entertaining cheap productions. Yeah. Productions like Big Brother came out back then. So they, they suddenly decided, oh, we don't need actors for that. They are way too expensive. You can just hire people from the street, just film that and everything will be fine. People don't need quality entertainment. They just want to, you know, have yeah. that be on while they are um, doing whatever housework. Yeah, yeah. I also watched uh, Big Brother. It was really entertaining for the first, first couple of <laughs> first couple of episodes. But uh, then, yeah, I stopped. But there, there must be also other productions um, where you could join. But I think, in, I guess, in the first, if you don't have a name, um, it's really hard to get the yeah. first contracts uh, and so on, the first gigs. And um, so, when how how long did you try to to get some? Yeah, become become an actor. Basically for 10 years, mm -hmm. right after acting school, I did some um, touring uh, with a production um, for schools that mm -hmm. was against uh, racism and um, violence for a kids theater that I did for one and a half years and we were touring mm -hmm. all of Germany. And uh, after that, I tried to get whatever work I could get, no, no matter how low the quality, yeah. if it was paid. 
but, but some stuff wasn't even paid. So where you, you mm. practice for six weeks and then you only get paid for the shows that you do, mm -hmm. stuff like that. But you need something for your um, show reel and you need something for your, um, what's that called? The Vita? Portfolio or for your CV, Vita, yeah. And then you need to kind of break into the business, at least as a woman, until you're like 30. Mm. <laughs> that didn't happen. So one day I decided to do something different. And uh, you you also mentioned that you cannot really, uh, as we talked before the interview, um, that there's also a lot of competition and the yeah. um, the directors, they are choosing, they already have something in their mind uh, who they want for their production. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's really frustrating about being an actor or an actress that you cannot simply put in the work, mm. work hard, <laughs> be perfect at your craft and be successful that won't mm. work because there's so many other things that um, decide if you get a job mm -hmm. next to if you're a good actor or actress somebody has a picture um, of the character in their mind and they yeah. want somebody who looks like that you had um, this opera singer on your podcast the other day Mm -hmm. opera that's totally different nobody cares how you look <laughs> you just get your custom and your wig and your makeup yeah. and everything you can look old or young or whatever and for actors it's like the typecast ah uh, cool um so so then you should become a singer an opera singer <laughs> yeah i thought about that <laughs> i've been <singing laughs> lessons for like six years or so but uh Right now, I'm actually glad that I'm a doctor <laughs> during yeah, yeah. the pandemic and not in the arts. Yeah, let, let's talk about that also in a couple of seconds. But isn't that isn't that ungerecht? What is ungerecht in unfair. English? Isn't that unfair that that people who want to uh, who study art, who want to express yourself, who want to yeah, you are not a programmer or a manager, uh, are, have such a low um, working conditions and such a terrible and competitive market? unfair but it's your decision what you decide to become yeah. everybody tells you when you want to become an actress that's a starving art you should not do that you won't have any money <laughs> if you decide to go against that well, i well. also uh, wanted to become a uh, i wanted to work in media and become a director mm -hmm. uh, to, to to record movies uh, but uh, i i also was um There was a test um, in, in one university at, in Berlin to become a director and uh, there were 400 participants and 40, 25 places and I failed basically so I couldn't become a director. There are uh, more schools, you know. You that's can why. go to every school and apply like three times. That's what people who want to become actors do. Ah. Finally, they get accepted to one school or they join a private school or they don't care. Oh, that's a, it's a numbers game. Yeah, I I just uh, have chosen another university. And my mm -hmm. father also told me it might be good to go into the IT direction and uh, become business informatic, uh, study business informatics. And then I recognized I could also as in business informatics can, can do something with media because there was a new thing called multimedia that was kind of like TV just in the internet. Uh, but in the end, I, I did the boring stuff. Um, <laughs> but you have more money now than I do, I suppose. Uh, I guess, but you're, you're studying medicine, so I think it will work I out for you. <laughs> How would you say, can you be successful um, if you work in, in arts or in the, yeah, in, the, in the field of arts, becoming an uh, act, actor or what, what else can you do? Uh, like, um, 
yeah, so sociologist, uh, all these, you know, all these non-technical fields, how, how can you be successful there? Is it, is it, is it possible or not? I mean, there are, so, there are some famous uh, people. Arts, arts is, a, is a matter of luck. You have to be vitamin B. You have to be in the right place at the right time with the right mm -hmm. person. And then you might get lucky. Mm -hmm. uh, that's um, yeah. that's from a statistical point of view, yeah. uh, not, not my cup of tea, as I'm very uh, risk averse, mm -hmm. I would say, as a people not. And another question is, um, so you worked 10 years as a freelance actor. How yeah. was... Uh, when the, was the, the, the point uh, where you said, okay, I have to stop that, I have to quit that after 10 years, maybe it was such a pain. What was the situation that was the, the tipping point uh, where you decided to, to move in another direction? I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why it happened when it happened, but of course I was frustrated before because mm. I never had any money. I could never go on vacations. I could not, I did not have those like, uh, 1000 Deutschmarks or euros mm. in my account for an emergency fund, nothing. <laughs> There was no reserve. Um, and at the worst time I got um, evicted from my apartment, mm -hmm. even that, that what, but that was five years before I, <laughs> before I decided to do something else. Mm. And uh, some, some months on the 26th, I did not know where, where to get the rent from for the, next first that was terrible it was stress it was straining it was mm. always you were always worried about money yeah yeah and and uh, when i actually a... decided to <laughs> that i have to do something else was when i was like 32 mm. i did not want to go on living on a thousand euros for the rest of my life mm. and i did not did, did know it was not going to get better because even actors that do have work that are Uh, employed by a local theater mm. and are have been there for 30 years and are 60 years old they only make like 1600 euros uh after taxes a month that's is... that's a lot if you if you live in 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 south of europe or in east europe. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. no it's yeah i think yeah. also in germany or in central europe there are people who are who earn that amount of money but yeah, it, yeah you always have a feeling I guess of scarcity if you're not used to it and if you if you dream of something different then there's always a scarcity feeling and yeah you're you're afraid uh, how the next month uh, months couple of weeks look like so it's not it's not a great feeling not not to be able to go into vacation or thinking about kids uh, founding family and so on so um and and how did you how did you then decided uh, to study medicine so how did you select your your future profession most of it was actually for my stomach <laughs> <laughs> for my brains so i had to go back to school because i needed to get the the abitur mm -hmm. uh, i only had the uh, the lower to say it in german it's the fachabitur which is like you can go to a university but not to the real university and everything i wanted to study what needed a real university a degree i think abitur um, is is in english school leaving examination in germany so there's no real word so but if you um if you want to study you usually, usually do the abitur so the 13 years or 12 years and if you want to uh, become a plumber or if you want to um, do the gardens 
then it's okay to study uh, to to go to school like 10 years yep. i don't know i don't know i was kind of like that 13 years okay I cool i needed to get that degree first so mm. i went to the um the, the <laughs> another another word missing abendschule is, what is go to school in the evening there's a word for that Brilliant. yeah but that's what i did and i got that it, it was part-time online part-time at school and then i got that degree but just just shortly before i got the degree it looked like it was going to be pretty good mm -hmm. so i decided okay if i get a degree that good then i might as well study medicine because <laughs> before that i started to go back to school in 2011 but in 2009 i started my blog mm -hmm. back on blogger where i uh, wrote about uh, nutrition uh, mm -hmm. healthy eating Uh, veganism raw veganism back then even mm. and uh i i just wanted to know what the truth is about nutrition and about disease because mm. everything on the internet seems to contradict each other like the, the low carb the high carb the the raw vegan the regular vegan the plant-based the keto diet the paleo diet all wow. that kind of stuff everything is contradicting each other i wanted to know what the truth is And if I knew what, what the truth is, I could use that knowledge to treat people. That's why I did not go and study nutrition, but medicine. And um, yeah. Okay, then, then you had, you had yeah, you, it, it's a personal topic from yourself that you, that you wanted to mm -hmm. uh, learn about uh, nutrition, but you could also um, study uh, nutrition and not medicine. Okay. It would be easier. It but would be easier, it would be shorter. Uh, you would make less money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, But, so, so that's what happened. It, it just and after that, in, in acting, everything was always so hard. Hmm. Like I failed and failed and failed. In 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 medicine, um, things kind of went smoother. They were still hard, but hmm. I did not fail as often. Yeah, somehow it's strange. Yeah, so as, as if it's kind of my destiny. It feels like. I could imagine that I would fail in medicine um, also very often uh, because I also failed in, in mathematics oh. uh, sometimes. Um, but in, in the end, I got a, a good mark, but uh, before not. So I had to do an extra round uh, for that. Um, so I would, I would, I considered to stay away from, from medicine. I also had not the, the top uh, result in school. So I guess maybe like four years later, if I would uh, do the the final school um, um, abitur, if I would do it later, maybe I'm better because I know more. You know, if you, okay. yeah. So um, that would be my. I, I picked the the subjects that I already knew, like everything about, which was English and German mm -hmm. were the majors. <laughs> Philosophy. Yeah. And uh, of course, math you have to because you have to have a, a science in there. And was the main focus or the main filter for uh, for for studying medicine the money that you have more money because no, it no. was just it was the knowledge about health about nutrition and how you can really preserve your health mm. and how you can get well when you have like degenerative diseases or whatever yeah and I I could imagine if you if you kind of broke after become becoming an actor or actress, um, you kind of broke, start studying medicine. How do you finance it? I mean... Oh, we're in Germany, there's BAföG. Ah, cool, you got some money. That's yeah. a nice thing about Europe, that you get a exactly. little bit of money, which is it is a loan, but at least you can you can study yeah. and it's not high interest. 
So right. they paid me 730 euros, I think, for six years and three months. Mm -hmm. It should be something about 50,000 euros, yeah. I guess. And I only have to repay 10,000. And as an actress, nobody would have given me any money. No yeah. bank, <laughs> maybe not even some, some private lenders or credit sharks <laughs> nobody would have given me money but i got that that degree that said 1.7 1. 1.2 mm -hmm. as the, the, the entrance into the that's, that's uh, because i think i could imagine that if you if you kind of already uh, have been an act actress and so on that you later in your life how, how old have you been studying uh, studying with medicine 35 35 so i would i could imagine that the that you don't you're not financed by the by the governments if you're 35 and start studying then but That's, there's rules about that too you have to get your degrees your abitur mm -hmm. after you're 30 to mm -hmm. get BAFREP from the state if you're over 40 you won't mm -hmm. get it at all and if you've gotten it before you got 30 you won't get it <laughs> when you're over 30 so i got the degree Just before I started studying medicine, and I, I needed to start right after the degree, hmm. I got the degree to, to get the buffet. Yeah. So if, if you, if you, if you uh, recognize that you're in the wrong business or in the wrong um, field, industry, after you're 40, then you're doomed because you're not getting any money. And you have to work. Yeah. But it, I mean, imagine you have to working and studying medicine. That's hard. I guess I had a at at, at the, the at school that I wanted mm -hmm. to get the degree. I had a um, <laughs> a schüler, a mm -hmm. fellow fellow pupil fellow, that was yeah. over 40 and wanted to study law, and mm -hmm. she did that. She could not get any BAföG, but she she made money. Maybe, cool. she, maybe she had some savings. I don't know. I did not have mm -hmm. any, so I I don't know how I would have done it. So, and you also on the site, you also had your blog and you were writing about the nutrition topics. Uh, did, did you make any money with that? A little. Finance your... <laughs> A little very little. Okay. <laughs> I started in 2009 mm. and my first AdSense mm. revenue was like, I don't know. It, it took one and a half years when until mm. I got 70 euros or so. I don't know. And, and your YouTube channel, you started also a YouTube channel and a blog I, I've seen in the internet. Uh -huh. And you have like five, more than 5,000 subscribers. And how many videos did you uh, record then since then? I don't know. <laughs> a lot. So I, because I recognize I that you... Only 5,000 subscribers. I, I recognize that you, that you, um, you, you recorded a lot uh, for, for a couple of weeks. So every day, basically, you yeah. recorded TV. How yeah. can you do that? How can you record? Uh... I have no idea. I, I was asked that <laughs> at the at the minimalist meetup. Yeah. The guy who organized it. How do you do that? Make a video every day. And I said, I have no freaking idea. I just wake up. And the most interesting thing about my day mm. or whatever, what's on my mind, I make a video about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's for, for me, it would be difficult. I would need to write down a couple of things. I need to recorded um, several times um, so it's really good maybe because you have been an actress that you that you're able to um, yeah kind of be a one to uh, or record just one shot 15 20 minutes and you don't need to record and edit anything again also i'm not i'm absolutely not a perfectionist because when i was in an acting school i read this book uh, the artist's way 
mm-hmm. by Julia Cameron. Mm-hmm. And uh, she says something interesting. She used to be Martin Scorsese's wife, and she's mm-hmm. a, a filmmaker and a um, screenwriter also. And she says that people who want to do art or yeah. want to make a film, they usually compare themselves with Star Wars mm-hmm. and not with George Lucas's first film. Mm-hmm. And then they think they are too bad and they don't dare to make art at all. And this perfectionism, I got rid of like 20 years ago. <laughs> so yeah. whatever I do is fine. I don't need to be perfect. 80% is way enough. 80% is very enough. Yeah. Otherwise you also, I have two kids, so I, I only can do 80%. So exactly. I have no, <laughs> no time for more. Yeah. Um, and now um, if, 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 having studied medicine, I, th- I understood that you're finished now. Studying? I finished, uh, when was that? Four four months ago? Four months ago. Was <laughs> December 45. 18th was my, was my very last yeah. final oral exam that I passed. So and now I'm a doctor. So you now have to, uh, the business case for your life would be that you now have to earn really a lot of money to um, yeah to compensate for, for the, the years before. Have you? Have depends you said, depends you on what you, what you want for your... Retirement, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and how's the process now to make money in Germany? Do are you are you dependent on not a director but a boss, or can you just open your own place and and be a doctor? How can you how can you make make money then? Mm, there's there's lots of ways to make money. The, the interesting thing about medicine, about the field of medicine, is that there's something for everybody in there. Mm-hmm. If you like to cut people open, you can do that. If you want to mm-hmm. study ethics of medicine, you can do that. So you can either have an office job or be in the hospital like 24-7, mm. whatever you like. You can do consulting work mm-hmm. uh, at, um, at firms, for example, or you can work for the health insurance companies or like i do right now for the for the gesundheitsamt the health office who's fighting the pandemic uh Mm. that's uh totally an office job where i'm doing home office right now which is totally Mm. nice and totally an improvement um to my life quality or i could just be Mm self-employed be a private doctor and have people pay me for whatever health work they need And, and how much could you make now? Uh, so what do you like to do? And, and how much could you make that now in the near future and maybe also in, in five years? As, an, as a resident, you start with a salary of about 4,500 uh, B4 tax for mm-hmm. a 40-hour work week. And uh, that increases like every year on, on with. <laughs> on what? Uh, It increases. Okay, the salary increase every year. It becomes more 150 euros more every year. And 150 then euros, euros. Wait a second. 150 euros more or more than? Is it that's not much? It increases off on 150 euros. Okay. It becomes more. Like and then then when you're finally done and you're you you have your specialty, you're earning like 5,500 euros or so. Okay. And then you have to become the the chief or the chief's chief or whatever if you if you want to do that, mm-hmm. and uh, if you open your own practice, mm-hmm. depends on what specialty you do, how how thoroughly you treat your patients, 
you can treat a patient for seven minutes or you can take your time and treat him for half an hour and get the same money. <laughs> okay, or you only work for um, people who are not in the public health care uh, insurance. If you want to, yeah. If you want to, yeah. <laughs> you decide for yourself. You can, you can do a lot. You have a lot of choices. But that's at least uh, better. I mean, it's not a, a high earning like IT freelancer salary. So the 1.5K, but at least it's a, it's a lot or more than most people earn, I think. 1.5K? You, you, you mentioned like that as a resident, you, you get the 4.5K, 4,500. Uh -huh. And then later on, 5,500? Exactly, yeah. Okay. And then as a chief, how, how much? You get then depends on the hospital. Depends okay, on the hospital. okay, okay. You don't. Know. But it's a hospital, or if it's a private firm, mm. or if it's from the state, or. But or you cannot be. It's not that you that you're going to be rich as a, as a doctor. That depends on what you do. <laughs> ah, so okay, you can you have your own practice or your own place where you cure people, but you can also employ other doctors, and then you make can can make some more money. True. So you can make out of business oh, because I know. You think is a lot of money. <laughs> uh, let's say, let's say, how can you make as a doctor more than seven thousand uh, k? Seven thousand a month. A month, yeah. Um, you become the Oberarzt. <laughs> you, become, you become the, the chief doctor, or the basically. Chief. Or you can also do some teaching, or you can mm -hmm. also do scientific work. Mm -hmm. You can have your side hustle as a doctor too, or you can write a book, which I did too, which will <laughs> increase my income, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. So you can have also have a side hustle as as a doctor. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah, that could also um, help. And what uh, what do you want to do? Because I read on your on your blog is that you want to become a psychiatrist. True. Psychiatrist, yeah. Psychiatrist, <laughs> and um, why? I, I mean, that's really hard. I think um, to uh, be. Uh, exposed to uh, people who are mentally not healthy is mm -hmm. it some childhood dream or what makes you uh, choose this direction i found out i was good at it <laughs> you're good at it <laughs> yeah okay. i did an internship at mm -hmm. a psychi psychiatric hospital because yeah. i wanted to learn more about addiction really because my mm -hmm. focus is on food addiction and that's why people cannot change their diet and when i was there i I noticed I was good at it. I, I'm the empathetic type. I can understand their problems. I'm, I'm, I think that's because of the acting mm -hmm. um, beforehand that I had to think about myself, about other people, about the characters I was portraying, why are they doing what they are doing. Mm -hmm. And um, the patients at the psychiatric hospital, they felt... They felt good. <laughs> so then, so you, you basically did a test, and then and then you found out that that it works out, and it could be also you have a feeling that you you have an impact, and you do you contribute to other people's life. Basically, that's what Araminta always said, like career testing mm -hmm. <laughs> during your med school. You, yeah. you test specialties that mm -hmm. you might like, mm -hmm. and uh, or you might not like, and that's that's what I like because I was good at it. I was successful. I felt. Good about myself, I, much more than about pharmacology mm -hmm. or surgery or other fields where I'm, I feel it feels like a struggle to me. Okay. That was easy. Okay. Um, but the other, I mean, the surgery is also, can also be useful. 
sometimes it can be useful but if you want to have nice people around you you should not go into surgery <laughs> okay and um how could i mean how could you um maybe have had a different life path if for example in your your childhood was a little different so what could led to what could have led to a different life path for for you so maybe just not doing the school finishing the school immediately being seen maybe being seen in the first place in, in your childhood so you, that you don't have to be an actor could you imagine that that it also could have been different if it if it had been different i would probably lead this the life my sister is leading <laughs> ah, okay because <laughs> she married her for, first boyfriend mm -hmm. and they uh, he got uh, he His parents are both teachers and they gave him a lot of money and they taught him about money and they helped him buy the first apartment in Hanover. They mm -hmm. moved in together. Then they traded the apartment for a house, sold the apartment, cool. bought a house. Mm -hmm. He is um, uh, working for the state. <laughs> and so it's uh, now it's perfect. It's all perfect. And they, then they had a child. <laughs> But and they don't have a cat. You have a cat. My sister is allergic to cats. Ah, you see. <laughs> I have a cat. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I, my cat is the substitute for for all of that. So. <laughs> and now I also have uh, heard uh, from my wife that you um, becoming a mother soon. Now with 45, that you becoming mother, and you yeah. uh, because you mentioned it on YouTube. That's why I can ask. And uh, how how are you doing that? Um, I I'm not too old, you know. I am. <laughs> okay. I tried it uh, the natural way for five years. Mm. I had a, um, a miscarriage um, when mm. I was pregnant for mm. five years ago. Yeah. And afterwards, it never worked out the natural way. So then I went to Prague to mm -hmm. a um, facility where I got an egg donation. Yeah. It's a big topic, this um, getting a child uh, when you maybe missed the point or when you cannot get them. So I know a lot of people who are uh, trying to yeah, become parents or father and so yeah. on. And is, is it easier in, in Spain or in, in East Europe? Because It I heard depends so on how much money you want to spend. <laughs> so <Okay. laughs> so um, uh, Czechoslovakia is pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. You can also do it in Hungary. Mm -hmm. Spain is pretty expensive. Uh, you can also go to Denmark. Interesting. That's a that's a whole new world for me. Cool. Um, and um, how um, did you learn about uh, money? Because I think in 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 the in the beginning of your life, you were not having not been focused a lot on money. When did you recognize that it's an important topic? I got fired from a job at a health food store mm. like four years ago. I think for refusing to sell to to actively sell non-vegan um, meat, non-vegan so real meat <laughs> mm. to to offer meat to the customer around Christmas at the cashier. I didn't want to do that, and then they fired me. <laughs> and uh, then I had to to think about what I could do about mm. money if my BAföG would be enough. And this, the money I earn online. And so I went for four uh, months, I think, <laughs> with deliberate poverty. That was a term that I found on the internet on YouTube with a girl that um, 
did that, like which is basically frugalism. Deliberate mm -hmm. poverty, like seeing on how little you can live and still survive. Um, I did that for four months and then I found myself another job, but I was <laughs> on YouTube on that money topic. Yeah. And then I found the a girl on YouTube. Her, she calls herself Budget Girl. Mm -hmm. and she introduced myself to Dave Ramsey. Mm -hmm. And from Dave Ramsey, I found out the, about the baby steps and the, the emergency funds and stuff like that. And also about mutual funds. And during the same time, somebody introduced to me the concept of early right retirement extreme. Yeah. And that happened kind of around the same time. Mm -hmm. what and year? that's when I really got into the money topic. And that was what year? Was it uh, 2017, 16? 17, yeah. I think it was 17 and 2018 mm. I started investing in the stock market. Really? And and uh, ET the ETF uh, passed basically? Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm not into all the numbers. So, so just a uh, savings plan every month, a certain yep. amount. Okay. Yeah, cool. But it's, uh, it's good to start. What would you, if you, as you become a mother, hopefully, mm -hmm. and what would you teach your kids um, then later on that they um, have a good start with their financial knowledge? Regarding money, mm -hmm. well, I plan on investing in an all-world Vanguard uh, mm -hmm. fund and to, to use the dividend as the pocket money for the child. Ah, ah okay. <laughs> to get the child uh, knowing about the stock market, that it is there and that it can produce money for them if you keep it in there. And okay. something... Uh, somebody That's a nice idea, actually, that you... Yeah. That you um, so in the first, you you deploy some money and you pay the um, the Taschengeld, so the, the money for the uh, child every week. Are uh, you paid from the dividends? That's, exactly, that's the plan. Okay, but then then you need uh, you don't need a lot of money because children don't need to get a lot of money <laughs> in well, the beginning. Let's see, <laughs> let's see how good how well the fund is doing. Yeah. Um, well, you you get the the child money from the from the estate like 219 mm -hmm. euros and i yeah. figured that 100 euros a month that go into a vanguard all world fund will then generate the dividends and then we'll see how much it is when she's like four might <laughs> 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 just be totally rich and um, yeah, that's a nice idea i think um, with that cool and um so i also watched a video about the financial independence you actually have a health channel But you also did one video about financial independence. And do, mm. do you do you remember what you said there? That it is stupid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, basically, you said it's stupid. Uh, financial independence is stupid, cannot work, and you want to do something different. Uh, do you still have the same uh, uh, opinion? I still follow the financial independence movement mm. because they have like the best ideas for improving your life, basically. Yeah. Yeah, but, it's not only about money in the, in the financial independence. Yeah. It's also much, much more also about the other topics, not only investing. Yeah. and uh, But the other thing is that work is not only money. Work is also education and meeting like-minded people mm -hmm. and uh, meeting people and uh, improving yourself and that kind of stuff. And I mm -hmm. don't want to miss that. So I, I do want to go to work, but I do, yeah. don't want to work 40 hours. And I think... What's missing basically in the financial independence movement is you, you have to have two questions, mm -hmm. <laughs> two different questions, and you need to find the answer to that. And then you need to mix those up, which is what would I do now if I was retired? 
And mm -hmm. the other is, what would I do now if I could never retire? Yeah, yeah. You need to find a profession that you like doing, that gives you some money, mm -hmm. that you don't, that, that still uh, keeps your work-life balance mm -hmm. um, upright. And uh, so in the end, you, 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 in the end you don't want to stop working, but you want to um, have influence on the conditions. In, in which you uh, work and you want to find the the work that you could do forever, basically. So yeah. that makes you kind of yeah. satisfied. And uh, don't you also think that um, that you cannot just stop working because you want also there's a natural feeling of the humans, I would say, that you also want to com contribute something to society. And if you just live off your dividends and uh, watch TV or ma making a garden, um, then you're not really contributing something to society. You're not really taking a little bit of responsibility. I think that could also, so I decided for myself that I would also miss that somehow, not to contribute and to uh, yeah be a little bit responsible for some project or some business or anything. I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> think that I have to. Have, I'm not not that much driven by mm -hmm. giving back, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Perfect. <laughs> but there's the, yeah. the, in America, they have the Physicians on Fire uh, mm -hmm. group and movement. And physicians, they are like a high income group. They can mm -hmm. do that, like save a lot of money and then retire early. But they also they define themselves about being a physician. Like yeah. what I do, that is what I am. Yeah. Um, And of course, also there's the I, there's I put so much work into becoming a doctor. Mm. I cannot just give it up to sit on the beach with a caipirinha or whatever. Um, It's okay for I, a couple of weeks, I think. Exactly, but but also after I finished my studies mm. and then started working, there was five weeks of not having anything to do. Mm. I was bored. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me also three weeks. So after three weeks of vacation, I, I, I need to start yeah. doing something again. And uh, I think we also need to um, finish now. Uh, what, what would your, be your number one tip for somebody who got stuck in the career, who maybe has, has chosen the wrong path and would like to uh, get a new, into a new direction? What would be your number one tip? Think about what you want, what you really, really want. What could make you happy? And then pursue that. If you find out it doesn't make you happy, pursue something else. Pivot and do something else. It, we, we have this, the reward center in our brain is basically mm -hmm. a compass that tells us where to go. Yeah. If the, the imagination of doing something delights you, go for it. If it distracts, it, it, What's the word? Disgusts you. Disgusts you. Yeah. Go in the other direction, like that. Find out what you really, really want. What's what's it? Sometimes you need to be, you need to be brave and also take take a risk for that, because um, always changing the direction feels feels a bit risky sometimes, as you also not earning much maybe in the beginning and so on. But it's much riskier not to do that, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. In, mm. in my situation, it was like, okay, um, there's no other way. There is no other way. I could keep on doing this, which I mm. don't want, or be brave. Cool. And what would be, as we now finish, but you are a health influencer, I would say, 
Uh, what would be your number one or two tip uh, to to not get cancer? <laughs> Keep your work-life balance upright. <laughs> oh no! Stress. Okay. And eat a low-fat vegan diet, whole food, plant-based diet. Don't smoke. No, no, there's no, not just one tip. Okay, there's not. So if if people want to find out about uh, more tips, uh, they can uh, follow you on uh, YouTube. Silke Rosenbusch is channel. I will also link it in the show note. And it's in German, unfortunately, but they can Google Translate also the content or just read out to you um, on Instagram and yeah. yeah, get in contact. Okay. And they can buy my book, which came out in February. <laughs> <laughs> and they can buy your book. It's also in German. It's also in German. What's the name? Uh, raus aus der Esslustfalle. Uh, out, pleasure trap. Out of the, uh, okay, get out of the food pleasure trap. Um, okay, so I will get uh, some ice cream and we uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we we will uh, thank you for the interview. Um, Silke, it was nice to see you and uh, yeah, bye bye. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the episode. We really appreciate you taking the time and we would love to hear your feedback in the comments on our website financial-independence.eu or you can head over to our Facebook group and engage with us and like-minded people that you can find at financial-independence.eu slash community. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify or your favorite podcast app and leave us a review if you like. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram using the handle FIEurope. And for people on our email list, we post occasionally about special updates, ideas, events, and curate the best contents from the European FI community. You can find that at financial-independence.eu slash newsletter. Thank you for being part of the community and see you in the next episode.